All right. Welcome to season one, episode two of JK Not Really. And it is the holiday season. Love the holidays. I do. I, I work in so I celebrate Christmas. Yes. I definitely turn into like Mrs. Claus. I the mean, month of December. your house alone looked like Alps kind of like. Oh, yeah. Santa's <laughs> helpers were there. Yes. I mean, I feel like we both love the lights, the season of giving, the cookies, everything that goes into the traditions of Christmas. 100%. And the holiday season. However, it can be really stressful at times. The most stressful. I always yeah. find myself wondering how I can love and hate <laughs> a season so much at the same time. That's a great way to describe it. Such a love-hate relationship for this season. And for some people, Mm -hmm. it is the most lonely and hardest part of the year. And I definitely could see how that is the case. Because for me, while I love everything festive about Christmas, Mm there is such an immense amount of pressure that I put on myself. And I want to make that clear. I... I put this pressure on myself. You personally, like Jacqueline puts this pressure on herself. 100%. Why? I think it comes from just my pressure to people, please, which leads me to this article that I read recently. Mm-hmm. And I asked you about it because it was all about the inner child concept of someone, mm-hmm. which yeah. I had never heard about. But as soon as I read it, it like, lit a green light within me and I was like, ooh, like I resonate with that. So could you just kind of do what I always make you do, (laughs) which this is the beauty of your best friend being a therapist. Um, Can you just break it down for other people to understand it the way that I do now? Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to emphasize for other people, um, yes, I am a therapist, but that's not me as a whole. I talk to you like a best friend. Sure. Not your therapist. 100%. (laughs) But with inner child work, it is so interesting because we all have needs that need to be fulfilled, especially as a child. We need to feel love. We need to be cared for. We need to be nurtured in a way. And if we're missing one of those concepts, it sticks with that child no matter what age they are. So this could be age three, six, 12. And as you get in as an adult, you're creating these like negative behaviors that stern from missing those core needs as a child. Okay. Which can also turn into different like relationship styles, like attachment relationships. Or abandonment issues. Yes. So like I emphasize, even if this event happened when you were young and your needs weren't filled, it still sticks with you until you're mid-20s, mid-30s, mid-40s, mid-50s, until you recognize it, address it, and then change your needs that you're taking control of the situation now. Which is so interesting. So I think for me, what I realized with my inner child, I come from a divorced family, but I do want to like preface, like I never in my life questioned if I was loved by my parents. I love them to death. I know there are so many children, especially ones that I encounter every day that Mm -hmm. had it far worse in regards to a divorced experience. However, when I was young and I'm the baby of the family, I quickly realized due to my goofy personality (laughs) and my optimistic glass half full view of life, I had the, in what my mind I thought was a power to change people's moods by doing what they wanted to do or 
being goofy to cheer them up or just always having this, oh, but it'll be okay in the end. And it could be worse. And think of it this way. What do you want to do? What makes you happy? How could I be a part of that? How could I make this moment not sad or not tense? So that started my whole journey of what is now. It evolved into my innate nature is to people please and do what you want because I'm going to see that happiness and I'm going to associate it with I did that. Ooh. Even though that's not really what's happening. And here's a question for you. Is it also a concept for you to be like, I'd rather see them happy and I'll be okay. I can handle it. Yes. It's all good. Yes. I mean, I hear you because I'm the same way to an extent, but with that, it's crazy that our self-worth and our happiness is so much lower than what we give others. And... I will look at like you in a situation and be like, no, Casey, you have to put your happiness first. <laughs> you And I never listen to my own advice. I consistently will always, my nature is to choose their happiness over my own because all I care about, no tension, no conflict, no sadness, because those are all the things that I wanted to fix when I was a child. Yeah. And I mean, just talking to you now about it, essentially what you're doing is enabling this to continue. And then people are going to expect you to do this. And they do. And people are going to be like, well, okay, yeah, it's whatever. She's fine. doesn't matter. We'll do what we need to do. She's so go with the flow. Yeah. She's always thinking of others, which are good qualities. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But people don't see the pain. Yeah. And they're good qualities within limits. Yes. Right. Like that's what I'm kind of this journey I'm going through now. So we are staying in Colorado this year, which is big considering that all of our family and friends are from the East Coast. My husband's family are are flying in. They're staying with us. I am not traveling to New Jersey. And I'm sure I can already feel it this week. I know I'm going to miss my family. I know I'm going to miss seeing them. However, I did see them in December. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to what would be best for my husband and I at this time. Yeah. He just recently got back from a deployment. Our new niece lives around the corner from us. It's really important that we spend our first Christmas with her because we were able to spend my nephew's first Christmas with him last year. So there's that element of compromise. And I need, and I am for the first time getting more comfortable with compromise because there is a lot of power in that. There is, and I always stress the importance of boundaries are key to successful, healthy relationships. Like we need to set boundaries with other people, but the main concept that we're missing is we need to set boundaries with ourselves. What do we need to do to protect ourselves? Because ultimately we can't control anybody else's behaviors. We can't control how people respond or react. What we can control is us. Mm which I'm so happy that you are doing what's best for you for this holiday season. Thank you. Which leads me to also be proud of you this holiday season, because I feel, and I always say this, Casey a year ago would be so proud of you like I am. And you kind of advocated for yourself this holiday season, which I thought was really interesting. This holiday season was a lot different than the past others. Past three years, right? Four and a half. Yeah. Three, four, 
So can you walk people through that? Like what you did the past four and a half years and how it's so different to what you're doing this year? Yeah. So in those four and a half years, I wasn't in a healthy, safe relationship. And I always looked forward to spending time with family and friends. Like I was always so eager to see other people and just to be away from where I was at during that time because I wasn't truly myself. So you in Colorado, mm-hmm. the last two or three years, Colorado was not associated with safety for you. Colorado and essentially even when I lived in Pennsylvania with okay. that person, because it was always just, I felt like I was a different person with him. And then when I was with my family and friends, it was like this tension that was off my back that I can finally be me. I can laugh. I can joke. Life is lighter. So for you, going home was almost preserving your sense of self for, what, oh two gosh. weeks? If anything, because it was also splitting up the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was extremely stressful. And reflecting all, on all of that and looking at where I am now, I mean, my growth alone with who I am is incredible. And I'm so proud of myself. And that even takes a lot to say for me to say that I'm proud of myself. Because it comes <laughs> off as, I don't want to be conceited. Yes. I don't want people to think that I'm full of myself. I don't want people to think that I'm self-centered, which again, goes back into why are we so hard on ourselves? Why is it so hard? And I'm just going to make a blanket statement. I think especially for women, why is it so hard for us just to compliment ourselves or receive a compliment and just say thank you or accept it? It's so needed because we talk about advocating for others, but we don't talk about advocating for ourselves. And that is one of the main lines to acknowledge, wait, I did all this. I fucking rock. I'm strong. I can do this. There's no sense of entitlement. There's no sense that I'm better than you. It's just recognizing what I did and being proud of that. And you're allowed to give yourself a pat on the back. Why do you deserve it? Yeah. But I mean, with all of that, proud of myself. And currently I'm in one of the most healthiest romantic relationships I ever been in my life. Amen. (laughs) You love him. Yes. And with that, I realized that I feel truly myself. Like I am a hundred percent Casey with him and by myself. And I'm like, I love seeing my family, love spending time with them during the holidays, but I don't have that like urge to like, I need to go home so I can be free. I'm already free which hit me pretty hard, especially this year. I'm just saying that. Yeah. So I advocated for myself. I told my family that's going to be really difficult with just holiday travel, but I understand that life does happen. Um, because of family events, I did decide to go home, but also stating that this will be the last time I want to go back to Pennsylvania, digging my heels in saying, Next year, I want to stay in Colorado. I want to start my new traditions. This is who I am. Doors are open. I want you guys to join my traditions, but I think it's my time to start doing it. And that's what I think is really important, especially bringing up traditions. I'm inviting you to my tradition. I want you to be a part of my tradition. I love you. I love spending time with you, especially around this year. I've done your traditions so many times to make Mm. you happy when are you going to meet me halfway? Yes. And that's why I really 
hope that you dig those heels in even further next year mm-hmm. and you have a beautiful Colorado Christmas. I mean, what can get better than that? Well, like you have the mountains, you have the snow, what you have the sun. more <laughs> idyllic than a Colorado Christmas? I don't know. No. It's like right up there for like New York Christmas. I think Colorado Christmas. Oh, yeah. I know. So I'm, I'm excited for you. I think that you're doing it the right way. I think you're going home. Mm-hmm. And then next year. I mean, I'm making the best out of it. I'm seeing friends that I haven't seen in a while. Spending time with my sister and just my family. Like, I'm happy. But I'm also recognizing my growth to be like, you know what? This is my new chapter now. And your happiness isn't tied to anywhere. Your happiness is like wherever you are. My happiness is what I make it. Mm, Even better. Yeah. I can't believe that Christmas is this week. Insane. I can't believe that New Year's is right around the corner. I was talking about this the other day, and maybe you feel this way too. I feel like since COVID, time is just this foreign concept to me. I like in my brain, I'm like, oh, 2020 was two seconds ago. And now I'm like, 2020 was three years ago. Like, what is this concept of time? Where is it going? And especially as we get older, I was just talking about this with my husband. You truly realize how fast time flies and how quickly we're entering this new season of our lives. We're getting into our 30s in two years. Jackie, I just pinched a nerve in my lower back, blow drying my hair. We're that old. <laughs> if, yeah. Like we are hitting that point where blow drying our hair is a safety risk oh at this gosh. point in time. And I also feel like we're going to be entering this stage of more weddings, more babies, all the things, mm-hmm. which is exciting. But I also feel like I just want to like soak up everything now, like in the moment, like going into this new year. I'm like, what could I intentionally do to provide myself and the people that I want to spend time with, with the coolest experiences and the most memorable experiences? Because the more I think about it, and this is our first Christmas without our grandmas too. So like that added season of change, that always gives me a lot of perspective, like how do I want to live my life? How do I want to remember 2023 now that 2022 is coming to an end? I hear you on that. And one thing that I love to do is I have these prompts to journal and reflect on. And one prompt that I really liked is what did this year teach me, especially within my relationships, who showed up to me and how can I nurture them for the next year? I love that. Nurturing the ones that show up for you. Yes. What do I want to do different for the next year? What are some goals? What am I proud of this year? I mean, just go on Google and type in prompts to reflect on. You're so good at journaling. You need to do better with that. Every time I do it, I love it. But it's, again, it's taking that time out of your day to do something for you. And it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, however much time you need, but it is so important because it's kind of just like word vomit. You're just getting everything out. And then when you read back, that's when you're processing. That's when you're reflecting on everything. I know. And I always feel like the biggest hypocrite because I tell my students to do it. I'm like, this is just an outlet for you and you should do this. And then again, take your own advice, Jack. But also to challenge you, it's scary too, because you're fully being vulnerable on those pages between those lines and people don't like to do that. No, especially me. I I still struggle with accepting vulnerability confidently. 
it's one of the most scariest things you can do, but it's needed for growth. Mm -hmm. It's needed for change. It's how can we be comfortable with the uncomfortable? I love that saying. I'm all about them today, huh? You are. You're, just, <laughs> you're like hitting the jackpot with your heating pad on your pinched nerve from blow drying your hair. You're really just a winner. Yeah, you know, chicken dinner. <laughs> so I think going into this new year, we have a lot of reflecting to do and reflections to share. Yeah, uh, 2022 was great. But what about 2021? Yeah, going into 2022. For wow. you, for us, was a whirlwind. And I cannot wait to talk more about that. We have a lot to reflect on coming up. So we will see you all as cheesy as it gets. We'll see you in the new year. Thanks for listening. Boop, boop.